You're walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Welcome to the podcast. Each episode is aimed at discussion and encouragement of Christian ministry education, including academic, extracurricular, and spiritual activities, and family ministry. We hope you find today's topic to be interesting. Welcome. We have a room full of people today and all of them excited to talk about Lake Point's ministry involvement in the annual Guatemala Christmas program. We have Chris Miller, Director of Student Life. It's good to be with you all. He is joined by Julie Desai, who supervises Lake Point's elementary program. Glad to be here. And we have some very special guests who have helped coordinate Guatemala Christmas at the Academy since its inception. We have Andrea McCarter, parent and mission supporter. Hello. And Ali Salmon, teacher, parent, and mission supporter. Hey there. So let's back up to the beginning. Guatemala Christmas is not a new program. So Chris Miller, how long has Lake Point been involved in Guatemala Christmas? We have been involved in Guatemala Christmas for five years. We've done it five years in a row, and this is our sixth year uh, doing it. And how in the world did it get started? Well, if my memory serves me, because I don't remember things past two years, but if my memory serves me correct, we had a number of students that went on a, a trip through Clubhouse Guatemala, but we also had some students that went on a trip through another organization. I think they actually went to Guatemala or they went somewhere else, uh, Central South America, and they came back really excited. We gave them connection times to like give some of their stories from their trips. You know, the McCarter family in particular, the Vinsk family is another one that I'm remembering, um, brought up this idea of doing uh, Guatemala Christmas through the same organization that some of these students uh, went through. And so we had parent support, student support, and it was, you know, that was the origin story of it. Well, then let's go to Andrea. Your daughter went on the trip, but how did that translate into bringing it back to Lake Point in your mind? Well, my family... We went, that was our first mission trip. It was to Guatemala with Clubhouse Ministries. And when Hayden and Malia finished that trip, and as well as Mickey and some other girls, they just couldn't wait to share what they had learned. And they wanted to do something that where they could give back to these kids that they had ministered to there. They just couldn't contain their excitement, and they just felt like they had to give back in some way. And so Mike Parker with Clubhouse Ministries had presented the opportunity to be able to make these bags instead of like Operation Christmas Child where it was a box, they were going to be able to do bags and fill the bags with all kinds of things like toothbrush, toothpaste, dolls, frisbees, and toys, and send those bags back to Guatemala so that these kids could have a Christmas because the area where they were, it's just so small that they didn't get things like Operation Christmas Child at that time. And so this was our way to partner with them and give them something, those kids something that they would never have received otherwise. And so Pairing with the school was a wonderful opportunity to get kids involved in a mission project that was outside of our walls and across the borders. So it was one of those things where once we started organizing it and then we sent the bags out and then we got 
responses from Mike Parker about how that impacted them. And we saw videos and it was like, wow, we just really need to do this again. And it became one of those things that, you know, people would say, hey, are we doing that again next year? And then people would start saying, hey, I got these coloring books. We're going to do it next year. Anyway, it was one of those things where the kids started generating their own excitement. Parents started getting excited and it became one of those school-wide events that we couldn't stop. <laughs> well, when you first started it, did you expect that it would carry on past that first year? Oh, no, not at all. We just thought, hey, right now, this is one way we can give back. And what's been really neat is to see other churches and Bible studies kind of pair along with Lake Point. So Lake Point being the bigger place to be able to send these bags from. It was a wonderful way to reach out into the community and have some neighbors and churches and other people actually pair along with us. And that community support was also a a big factor in making it something that people wanted to do year after year. Well, Allie, how in the world did you get involved? I think Andrea got me involved, but previous to that, I was working with the secondary students on their activities, their Friday afternoon activities. And we used to do Operation Christmas Child back when, kind of after the first round of students graduated and Kaylee Barfield then, now Bowen, brought back the idea of continuing Operation Christmas Child. So we just transitioned the Friday afternoon activity from Operation Christmas Child to Guatemala Christmas. I've had two kids come through one is young enough that she did it as an elementary student and has now transitioned to being a secondary student. And my oldest one was, I think, in eighth grade when we started, and she's a senior now. So, Well, for either one of you, uh, what's the difference between the first year and now? It seemed like, Andrea, you were talking about momentum building. Was it a tougher sell the first year? Is it easier now that people know what's going on? It's a much easier sell now than it was then because now it's kind of like, your first Christmas and you experience that. And then the next year you're like, wow, that was really cool. And so each year you build on that excitement. But in in addition to that, as with most things, we kind of got better as time went along. We kind of figured out how to pull our resources and be able to make our bags become not 100, but 130 and then 180. You know, we figured out how we could use our hot lunches and the money we made from there to help with the shipping because with each bag costing $5 to ship, that kind of adds up. And then we were able to actually have enough donations to be able to not only ship the bags for $5, but then we could give the kids shoes for an extra $15. And so now people know about it. They start saving their money, and some of the neat things is there are different ways the kids can, you know, do little fundraisers and that kind of thing. Also to say, hey, we're making these bags for kids in Guatemala. we got to ship them all. Would you mind donating to this fundraiser to help offset the cost? And then I really think the idea of going to, like, Dollar Tree with your child and actually shopping for Christmas, for kids around the world, in our specific place, Guatemala, it's kind of one of those also contagious things. Once you've shopped for a kid, it's hard not to go back the next year and maybe shop for two kids. And then just, it's been one of those things where the momentum happens after you experience the joy of doing it your first time. I was going to add to that too and say, for Andrea and I in the background, it's like watching God at work. 
there's so much praise and thanksgiving that she and I have as we see things come in and then always on the last week it's almost like God just opens the floodgates things we weren't expecting businesses that have written checks to help ship the bags or buy shoes parents who show up with 100 coloring books out of nowhere but things that Andrew and I had prayed about and we're looking for and I would say too for the students we've always prayed for the kids who had received the bags we've always prayed over the bags but Year after year, we kind of add a little bit more. Now we have our Spanish students in high school writing letters to the children, and the elementary kids often come behind and decorate those letters, color a picture to go with them, that kind of thing. Um, and last year, our worship team led in a praise song in Spanish, and it was just really special. We circled up around the bags. Parent support has grown every year. This is now something where we look forward to connecting with 10, 15, 20 different parents who come either with their elementary students or with their secondary kids, and they help do the assembly line. They do quality control. They help with the letters. It's amazing for us to watch the gifts and talents of our, our families in general kind of flowing into this ministry. So it's definitely been growing. Well, it sounds like you've been adding more value and ideas every year. And when I say you, really we're talking about, I think, as people catch the vision then they all bring their own fishes and loaves to it. You know, what about this? What about that? I think that's part of the value of having something come around every year. You have to explain less. But having said that, we are talking to a collection of new families to Lake Point that have no idea except what you've just shared, what Guatemala Christmas is. And we might even have some listeners from outside of our area who are looking for their own ideas, how to partner with a mission group on a consistent basis. So for that group, I think it would be helpful if we stop and we just go through the basic steps for that person who's saying, what in the world are you talking about? I haven't seen it yet. What does it look like when we go through Guatemala Christmas as a season? So yesterday, the two of you came and spoke to the secondary students. So what was that? And then walk us forward through the culmination of the Guatemala Christmas season. Allie, why don't you chip in and then Andrea can help. Okay, great. Well, the goal of Guatemala Christmas is to send bags, these kind of pretty big, actually, bags. They look like Ziploc bags, but they're full of school supplies and toys and personal hygiene items like soap and washcloth and toothbrush. And we send them to the children in Guatemala and uh, Clubhouse Ministries adds to those a gospel, the gospel of John. When the students come or when the children come, I mean, they come with their parents and the people who are in Guatemala ministering to them pray with those families and share the gospel with them. It's a way for the kids to have a tangible reminder that God sees them. He loves them. He knows what they need. And so it's exciting for us as we collect supplies to think about the child that will receive that teddy bear or that coloring book and that God knows exactly what would encourage each child, that Hot Wheel car. We've definitely heard stories about kids who prayed for a Hot Wheel car and then God provided them a five pack through one of our bags and it helped turn that child's heart towards knowing that God was real and he loves them. So, Andrea, tell me uh, what the event itself looks like. You get together on a Friday, and what in the world happens? Well, it's really kind of neat. First of all, the kids come in, the parents come in, and it's typically, and it will be this year again, on a Friday afternoon from like 1.30 to 3, and we have the kids sit, and Mike Parker, who is the director of Clubhouse Ministries, will 
give his vision and what Clubhouse Ministries is all about, and he'll share about specific kids that will get these Christmas bags and how, as Allie said, kids from other countries that have gotten these bags, Mike Parker will talk about the impact that those bags had on the kids. And then we will step through how the kids are going to go through the line and fill the bags. And then at the end, we will pray over the bags. And there will be all these tables set up with coloring books, crayons, um, pencils, teddy bears, monkeys, frisbees, the Gospel of John, and a little in, uh, salvation insert, which is pretty cool, that talks about the plan of salvation in Spanish. And then we'll have people that are decorating cards that have been written in Spanish by the Spanish students, and they'll insert those cards into the bags. Then we pray over the bags because these bags aren't just going to a random child. They are going to specific children that God has chosen will get that particular bag. I think that that part is what is really cool is that on that day, we are not just sending these bags to somewhere over the border. We're sending them to Guatemala to Clubhouse Ministries, and those bags will be hand-delivered, and they will be prayed over, and that's pretty cool. So, Allie, how in the world do you keep the students from all bringing in the same thing? I mean, the joke is that somebody shows up at a church picnic, and everybody's brought banana pudding. You know, how do you keep that separate? We do depend on our students to bring in these donated items. So what we do every year is we split up the items needed by grade, and then we talk to each grade level student and explain to them what we need. So for K through fifth grade, we've asked for coloring books, crayons, stuffed animals or dolls, and lots of toys. And we do ask that each student buy enough for five to 10 kids for whatever their items are. Sixth grade, we've asked them to bring candy, and dolls or stuffed animals, 7th grade, socks, comb or brush, and hair accessories, 8th grade, notebooks, pencils, and accessories, ninth grade, coloring books and jump ropes, 10th and 11th grades, toothbrush and toothpaste, and 12th grade, we've asked them to bring soap, washcloth, and jump ropes. So it's like a southern church dinner. You don't want everybody to bring toothbrushes, right? You're trying to spread it out. That's right. Not everybody can bring potato salad. We've got to have the other stuff too. Yeah. And so um, Andrea and I, you know, count these items as they come in during the two week donation period and make sure that everything's even and unbelievably every year God brings in just enough items to finish more bags than usually we've hoped for down to the last doll or stuffed animal. So praise the Lord. Well, Chris, as you work with student leaders and students of all kinds as they progress through the different grade levels, I'm sure you've seen some students that couldn't care less about Guatemala Christmas in a particular year. And yet it is a process of training to cultivate a taste and appreciation for missions. So what, what have you seen among students as this comes around every year? We had already spoken to this concept of this event being dense. Every year it adds a component to it, and it's not, a, it's not crowded, it's dense, so it works well together. So each year, as these components get added, so for instance, like hot lunches that Student Life do, we donate a couple of the hot lunch proceeds towards shipping the bags. 
another example would be um, adding the component of the worship team singing in Spanish uh, last year. All these components get added, and you just see all the various facets of student life, the parent community, students, elementary and secondary, all coming together and it kind of working in a, a unified front. All that builds kind of a momentum for mission, particularly an uh, interest in Guatemala. Uh, years and years and years ago, uh, one of our student leaders, Hannah Rogers, would always harp on wanting to do an international mission trip. And it didn't happen during her tenure as a student here at Lake Point. But as we've continued to partner with uh, Clubhouse Guatemala, Clubhouse Ministries, um, interest has grown more and more in that. And then we attempted you know, last year to do a, min a mission trip through Clubhouse, uh, obviously covid cut it short but my point with all that is is like it is a process it, it takes a long time but when you have student interest and parent interest and they're really the ones running it, it it just keeps growing and i'm excited to see where it leads so you would say that that trip organically grew out of the involvement yeah i mean you had you had interest all the way back to hannah rogers for a trip but then this clubhouse guatemala it provided us just a, a natural opportunity to make that a reality. And it started with students taking a trip a long time ago through Clubhouse and then that turning into shifting the Operation Christmas Child with Guatemala Christmas. And then now the event's growing and growing and growing and it's just incorporating different facets of the school. Uh, so hopefully we'll do a, a mission trip. So let's put the spotlight back on Andrea where all this began. You started with trip and an opportunity to get other people involved in a tiny way, and then it built, and it built from this year to this year to this year, growing. And so everything formed into a trip. Money was paid. Plane tickets were bought. Bags were packed. You were going back. You had friends. You had students. Everybody was primed to go. And then COVID cut the trip short. Guatemala closed its borders. So there's got to be a little grief to that. How do you see God working in this? It was a real disappointment. In fact, we kept hope that we were still going to be able to go because COVID hadn't quite reached that area. And so it was a real disappointment because it was kind of the culmination of this being especially Malia's senior year. It was going to be kind of, we were part of it when it's the Christmas in Guatemala when it started, and now this was going to be the culmination of the actually being able to both go back to the place where we had first learned about Christmas in Guatemala and Clubhouse Ministries. So I think what's really cool is that God doesn't just drop something in your lap, a disappointment, and say, yep, tough to be you guys. He actually, what's really neat is that we have an opportunity this year now to give back in an even greater and more special way because now we can do this Christmas in Guatemala, these bags, with more passion because now we know that these kids that we would have actually met, we can give back with these bags, and I'm hoping maybe even some donations in ways that Mike Parker, the head of the ministry, can go back and um, just put a bright spot in these kids' lives after COVID hitting their area. And if it's hit our area in the hard ways that it has, we can only imagine 
how devastating it's been there with the resources that they lack. Well, I appreciate your comments. We're out of time for this segment, but what I would like to do is ask you guys to come back and tell us specifically about what's happening this year. You've been walking with footsteps in educational ministry. Thank you for listening. We welcome your feedback. For more information, visit the podcast webpage at lakepointacademy.com.